0: This is The Catch-Up
1: with Nick and Haydo. Hello, welcome to The Catch-Up. Didn't <laughs> um, my hello.
2: This way, No, I liked it. It reminded
1: me a lot of the hello at the start of, hello, it's Chris and Mari. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very regional ad, unfortunately. If yeah. you were born in Victoria and uh, grew up there in the early to late 2000s, you would be laughing your little socks off right now. But
2: I don't even to, know. To if, everyone else, sorry. I don't even think it's Victoria. I think it might be specific to...
1: Sort of Melbourne, because I think it was yeah, Cam- Camber, Campbellfield, Camber, Campbellwell. We're talking about there's a plant shop called Chris and Mari's, and the guy Chris, would you believe it, for his ads, he would dress up in a tutu and run around and go, "Hello, it's Chris and Mari." Yeah, I think the
2: idea being was they sold uh, those sort of like hedges that grow really tall to give mm. you a lot
1: of privacy. Well, they and sold everything, but that was their main ad because yeah. a lot of times, and get this, Chris was naked behind one of the hedges, yeah. and they were called like the nudist hedges or something, and you. The idea oh. is that it makes your backyard very private. Nice. We used to have similar hedges. <laughs> Whoa. I can't believe it. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's amazing. Not because we were nude, but just because I think uh <laughs> just enjoyed the privacy.
1: Sure. Do you think fences are high enough these days? Let us know. My fence at my house is, uh, this is incredibly boring, but it's all wire. And so I just see right- It's also the... like a meter tall. Yeah, it's short and just completely see-through. So you can just see all the backyard of all the neighbors. Yeah, bad fence. I think uh, you need a taller fence. Because if you had a dog, that'd be rough. mm Good pun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're looking at me like you're a real genius. Are you? I am. Hey, um, speaking of geniuses, uh, today on the show, yeah. I flex my genius muscle. Dr. Hado was in. The doctor was in. I uh, I think it's safe to say I cured one of your ailments.
2: Well, I don't know if you know what safe means. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> it, I don't know if you did. Uh, but if you suffer from misophonia, uh, I think a lot of people listening to this would. Uh, then don't worry, I've got the cure for it. I suppose that's true. I suppose if you're, a, if
2: you're coming to the podcast, you enjoy consuming, you probably enjoy audio to some degree, mm. like listening to stuff. This is something you'll hate listening to. Uh, also Maybe. on the show today, we ask on 13, 12, 16, what do you do when you sleep? Because my girlfriend did something incredibly
1: uh, scary, I suppose. It does, it, it's a frightening thing to wake up to, what it you woke up to. Traumatizing. Mm. Traum-
2: there you go. It was a very traumatizing thing to do to me. Uh, so we see if anyone's been doing stuff in their sleep and hey Yes. Hoo, hoo, hoo.
1: Oh, yeah. I know you're going to say
2: Divisive. Very divisive. Driving your wedge between us. <laughs> yeah. We talk about, can you take a trolley through the self-serve at a supermarket? You can go to our, if you, depending on when you are listening to this, you can go to our Facebook page, Hit Central Queensland. Mm-hmm. There's a poll up there. You can let us know. How long is a poll? Like, What's the timeline? It's up there for seven days. Okay. So you probably got time. You might. Go Hopefully you do. And uh we are on opposite sides of the fence here. yep and uh, it's a very it's a very divisive topic I would say. Mm, definitely we get into that today.
1: That's all coming up on the catch up. Get
0: up with Nick and Hado on hit.
1: I've got a, a foolproof way to get out of anything. if you ever any hot water at all and any slight bit of trouble sure I've got a, a foolproof maneuver. That'll get you out of it.
2: Is this just don't respond to emails? Because that's what I do.
1: <laughs> you just go, uh, I'm out of office. Do an out-of-office <laughs> reply. Uh, no, it's better than that. Um, so it comes from a, a, a well, it's, it's worked. It comes from a, a, Peruv- a Peruvian mayor. <laughs> mm. I think it's, people from Peru are Peruvian, right? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay, cool. I just bluffed that and I hope that's right. Yeah. Okay, so this Peru- guy in Peru is the mayor, and he's got a great name. It's Jamie Rolando Urbina Torres. Yeah, right. Almost certainly Rolando. pronouncing that correctly. Jamie? Jamie Rolando. Yeah. Urbino Torres. Anyway. Uh, He is the mayor, and he's a bit of a shit mayor, to be honest. He's no good, right? So he's facing a lot of slack because he's. Not really, mayoring at the moment. What um, does a mayor
2: need to do? I actually don't know because I look at the mayors out here, and I know you know Matt Burnett, mayor of Glady. He seems to be busy, great guy. He's doing stuff, yeah, you know, and he has time for us. He responds to our texts. Mayor yeah. of Rocky doesn't respond to our messages. <laughs> no, she maybe just... this is a, the Peruvian mayor's, like the mayor
1: of Rocky, potentially. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so he's gone out drinking with his mates, which he can't do obviously. Peru's in lockdown. Very true. They've got really strict laws at the moment. Uh, everyone hates this guy anyway because he's not doing much to help mm. out the people, and he's going out drinking. Um, and the police have busted him. They've busted down the door to where he's having beers with his mates. Sure, and he, before before the police came knocking, there he's like, "Oh God, what do I do? I'm the, I'm the mayor. I can't be caught drinking. Sure. Uh, I can't be caught breaking the law." So what he did, he jumped into a coffin yeah. and pretended to be dead. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> do, you th- do you think? As the, do you think he was
2: thinking he would uh, come across as just any dead guy, or do you think the cops would recognise him?
1: I don't know if he thought it passed jumping in the coffin. True. I don't I mean, think How he many really drinks pa- in was he? Uh, hard to say. You can imagine quite a bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, it's not explained of this story at all. I've tried to find out why he was drinking next to a coffin. <laughs> he was just drinking next to an open, Different empty cultures. Co- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You
2: know, I don't want to... <laughs> uh,
1: uh, I still, I'm not 100% sure if he's gotten away with it scot-free, although I guess not because he's pictures everywhere. The, the, the police took a picture of him as well. He really committed to the bit too. Yeah, right. He's lying in the coffin with his eyes shut. The police are like, mate, we know you're alive. <laughs> we and see he, him breathing. <laughs> he's just sitting there with his eyes closed, and they just took took a picture, and they've uh, put that all over, all over the paper in Peru. Yep. Uh, so I can't imagine his political career is going super well, but uh, I don't think he's been fined or anything. Yeah,
2: good way to get out of trouble.
1: It's an um, easy way to get out of uh, out of jail. I got used to, free
2: in primary school. There's a kid I went to went to school with. His way of getting out of trouble every time he got like yelled at, mm, he would just piss his pants because <laughs> that <they> would. <laughs> I don't know if it was Just it on actually. purpose or is he just well, really scared? I think initially... Because it, it happened up until sort of year three or four. So I think it okay. actually became like... How it, old are you in your throat? Like, like 10? Old enough to not piss your pants. Yeah, true. Um, So early days, yeah, it was just a fear response. But then he figured it out. <laughs>
1: <So> <laughs> that, that people would just leave him alone. These no are both touch him.
2: incredible, incredible ways to get out of trouble. Mm. Uh, I haven't seen all of... You know that show Suits? Like the law like the, the courtroom drama? Oh yeah, sure. I haven't seen... Every episode of that. <laughs> but I, I imagine in the later seasons they're having to defend people and their only like defense is by pissing themselves and then faking dead.
0: Get up with Nick and Haydo on CQ's hit. Just
1: a little
0: jokes, that's all. Please do let today be Monday. I'm going to bed. feeling it out. Gonna nap all day tomorrow.
1: Nick, you reckon you know Garfield so well after years and years of reading Garfield comics every day. Yep. Uh, Forty plus years of worth of Garfield comics crammed into a short twenty five year old life. That's correct. Uh, you think you know Garfield so well, you could guess how he's going to react to every situation. Yeah, I know he's joking every comic because I know him that well. Yeah, well, we're going to put that to the test. That's what this segment's all about. You've got to Garfield it out. Sure, let's get into it. All right, today's comic, classic three paneler, standard, standard. It's uh, John. What's it? That John is the. Man, the human human man. Talking to Garfield, Garfield's sort of standing on a table or something, like he always is. Sure. He says, this is uh, John speaking, I know a great joke. Okay, Mm. second panel, Garfield starts to walk away, got a big smile on his face, and he says, alright, good to know. Third panel, is Garfield looking dead at the, not the camera, but the viewer, the reader, what's he saying? And he's looking bemused
2: so he looks like he's pretty happy with his own little line does he
1: no 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 so he was uh, he's not happy at the moment oh okay so he goes John says I know a great joke Garfield walks away he's smiling in the second panel then in the third panel he's looking dead at the reader what's he saying I know a great joke right, good to know
2: I think Garfield doesn't think that his owner John is very funny Okay. Sort of a recurrent theme throughout the Garfield comics.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah. If you read it heavily in the '90s, they focus on that a little bit. Yeah, there's a big arc in so the '90s. I reckon. He, probably saying that it's probably not a good joke. So. Um. So what is what is he saying in the first panel again? I know a great joke. All right. Good to know. All right. Good to know. Uh, he knows a great joke. So Garfield probably says something along the lines of. do uh, I need you to lock something in, in here. here. It's good to hear. It can't be that cool. good. I need you to lock something no, in. All right, one second, one second, one second. Uh, I Uh, he'll go. Um. I know a great um, joke. All right, good yeah. to know. Uh, oh my god! Please, pr- probably uh, no. Here, here it is. Here okay. is what he has to say. He goes, um, jo- he goes. I know a great joke. Garfield <gasps> goes. It's good to know. He walks away. He goes. Um, uh, <laughs> great, great by
1: John standards,
2: isn't that good?
1: <laughs> Incorrect, unfortunately. The line is: it's only great. It's only a great joke until John tells it. Interesting. So similar vibe, I guess. Yeah. But just like always. You've stuffed Correct. it up, and well, uh, same
2: ballpark, isn't it? You've wasted everyone's time. You can still hit a home run even if it's in the ballpark. That's
1: I don't think you can. That's can true. You? Yeah, yeah, well, you run around but, the I'm bases. not going to try and call you on sports metaphors. because I don't understand them, but that is how we do. Gar feeling it out.
0: I got Facebook. Keep up with Nick and Haydo on Facebook. Search Hit Central Queensland.
2: My girlfriend Haley does things in her sleep, like talking. For example, that's not that uncommon. Some people do a lot that. Of people, I do that a lot. Sometimes she'll laugh. Which is very creepy. <laughs> just to be in the middle of the night to hear
0: it.
2: It's a very cute, like little polite laugh. Mm. And it's very scary. But she did something this weekend, Hato, that made me nearly wet myself. I nearly crapped the bed. This is how scary it was. Yeah. Middle of the night, this would have been Saturday night. She sits up in the middle of the night. This is all, all while she's asleep. She sits up, turns over, grabs me by the shoulders,
0: <laughs> yeah. starts
2: shaking me and goes, oh my- We're late! We're late. <laughs> Oh my, she's fully asleep. Fully asleep. So I, I, I get up. I'm like, what's going on? Well, even what? What I'm time n- is it? I've never been shaken awake in my entire life. It's very traumatizing. Yeah, I can imagine it. By the time like I, I sit up, I wake up, by the time I sit up and I'm like, well, what's happened here? What's ha What's going? She's already like you know laid back down and gone back to sleep. Gently asleep. Yeah. And I sort of just, I sort of shake her a little bit. She's like, oh, what is it? I'm like, do you know what you just did? She's like. <laughs> We'll I'll talk, talk about, about it in about the morning. Wonderful dream. <laughs> we'll talk about it in the morning. It was so scary. That yeah, is terrifying. I want to know this. Thirteen, twelve, sixteen. What have you done in your sleep? Yeah. Maybe we're sleepwalking. Maybe you talk. Maybe you say some weird stuff. Maybe you laugh like Haley does. Maybe you grab your partner and start throttling them.
1: Yeah, I um, I sometimes, by some degree, a lot of the time, sleep with my eyes open. <laughs> I just, with my eyes wide open, I'm just asleep.
2: That is very and unsettling.
1: So, uh, one time, wasn't that long ago, I was uh, in bed with Lucy and she turned around and saw me with my eyes wide open. So she just sure. screamed, which woke me up. Fair enough. Uh, it was, it was it's quite creeping. alarming. Yeah. Give so, us a call. 13, 12,
2: 16. What have you done in your sleep? Mm. Is it a little bit weird? Is it something that's creeped your partner out? Whatever it is, we want to know. Mal, what have you done in your sleep?
0: So I've always slept walked ever since I was little. My wow. parents could actually put a timer every probably half an hour after I'd go to sleep. I would get up and walk around the house. Wow! Um, but the scariest thing I ever probably did and um, was when I was living in Brisbane in an apartment building, and wow. I actually tried to. I vaguely remember like when I actually woke up having a dream that someone was trying to break into my house. Sure. And so I actually tried to get out my bedroom window. Luckily, it was because I was a couple of stories up. Oh my god. Uh, and the only reason, <laughs> the only reason why I know it happened for certain was I actually knocked off my um D V D player and broke it. Right. So you've so. woken
1: up and you've seen all this broken stuff being like, Oh my God, I tried to jump out the window last night. So scary.
0: <laughs> wow, very yeah, lucky. So I actually work, um, travel for work sometimes and everyone else always requests, you know, the Great balcony room that has nice views <laughs> and stuff like that. I literally always ask for the boxy little room with the tiniest windows. Can you, give me one with bars always, on the
1: windows, please. Is one of the ground <laughs> floor that has a straight jacket.
0: Well. <laughs> and I, if if not, I'll actually move the furniture just in case. Wow,
2: that's you can amazing. Never be too sure. Thank you so much for the call, Mel. That is absolutely insane. <laughs> that's so scary. What a close call. Yeah. Right, let's get to some more. We've got Adam as well, mate. What are you? Uh, what are you doing in your sleep, Adam?
1: Woke up in the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> which which cupboard? Just for the record, oh, just just the the cupboard in the room, uh, oh, like yep. the wardrobe. Sure. I, I didn't. I, I somehow got in there in the middle of the night. I think I was trying to find the toilet or something, and then I oh, ended no. up sitting on the floor. And ten minutes later, was like, oh, I'm in the cupboard. Like I didn't know where I was going.
1: That Fair is, enough. That's
2: terrifying. Do you, you did you wake up and like? Do you have a history of doing this, Adam? Not typically. Like it just oh. happened this one time. I obviously needed to go to the Dunny and uh, and then just got lost and got stuck and then gave up and found myself on the floor. And when I came to properly, I was like, "What the hell am I doing yeah.
1: here?" Honestly, I think you got off pretty lucky that you didn't do something else in that cupboard. Well, I mean,
2: is it too graphic to ask? Did you do you think you ended up finding it, Adam? I- <laughs>
1: I don't want to all that that's, information. No, that's I fine. Loose. <laughs> we,
2: need, we ended up having to get a new cupboard that next weekend. Yeah, just that's coincidentally. <laughs> thanks for the call, mate.
0: Get up with Nick and Hato on CQ's Hit. Odd oh, jobs.
2: Hello. Obviously, radio as a career for you isn't going to be forever. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, who knows? But for
1: you... (laughs) (laughs) Mate, if I'm going down, I'm taking you with me.
2: But I found a backup career for you, so when it's all done and dusted, you still got a way to earn the bread, all right? Sure, thank Um, you. Today's career that I bring to you, your new option, your new career path, is one that I think is very good for you. Mm -hmm. It could be a really good way to cash in, especially once coronavirus is done. Yeah. Because it uh, capitalizes on the fact that a lot of people are going to be having uh, weddings that they had to cancel.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be a huge boom, I suppose. Yes.
2: Uh, I consider you to be a very supportive uh man. Oh, You're you. a good friend, and I think that this is cashing in on that.
1: Okay. Uh, I love cashing in on that. Sure. Cashing in on being <laughs> a good friend.
2: I would love to you, I'd love for you to become a professional groomsman. A professional
1: groomsman. Okay. Yeah.
2: I've never been a groomsman before. Great. Well, you know what? There's not a lot of prerequisites for this, sure. as it turns out. Uh Groomsman traditionally a role reserved for close friends of mm. the groom. Mm-hmm. And there's also uh, professional bridesmaids as well, if you wanted to go down that path. But groomsmen, I think, suits you as a man. Sure. You know um, for hire, you can be the groomsman on the day of someone's wedding. You can be up there on the altar, pretending to be someone's friend, <laughs> if they don't have enough friends to fill out the bridal party. Oh man, party.
1: this is that's sad. It's a bit sad, yeah. I kind of, I would, I like the idea, but I'd feel bad taking money from it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, you know. It's a. They need something.
2: You can give something. I guess. You can become like actual s- friends selling, if you wanted to. Selling my
1: friendship, sure.
2: But I think it's a bit of a lucrative industry because you could be earning up to about one and a half grand per wedding. Whoa. And that's just from standing at the wedding. Is that just Jeff to make like a best man speech and stuff? No, or is that just the... But you can become the best man if you'd like. Oh. And that charges that a premium money? fee. So the, the entry level is you host the Bachelor Weekend. Bachelor oh, Party. That's the fun bit. That's fun. I'd do that for free. That's about 750 bucks. And because they'd pay for the party too. Yeah.
1: Oh, great.
2: One and a half grand. Yep, you're up there on the altar. Do mm-hmm. you want to go four grand or more, depending on how much you want. Yeah, I become do. the I'd... best man. The best man. But the thing is, you don't know anything about the person. Do you think you could give a best man speech for someone you don't know? Oh no, I forgot about the speech. Would you like to have a crack? This <laughs> maybe this is the job <laughs> okay. interview. All right. Um imagine there's this guy, you don't really know that much about him. His name's yeah. uh, John. Okay, John. Um, John, you be like, John. You be John. I'll be John. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much for coming out. Uh, here's a few words from my best man. I don't know how weddings go. I assume that's how it happens. Yeah,
1: maybe. Uh, but everyone, Hayden. Okay. Thank you. Oh, sit down, everyone. I don't need a standing ovation. That's You're crazy. definitely
2: not getting a standing ovation as a
1: stand-in. Wow. In what can I say about? What's his name, John? John. What can I say about John? Jeez, we've been through we've been through a lot together, haven't we? Yep, from yeah. that first email. Yep. Uh, oh, mate, Yeah, your old ball and chain told me not to tell the barley story, <laughs> but uh, we all know what happened, uh, didn't we? Okay. <laughs> now, uh, we've been through a lot, ups and downs, twists and turns. I'm going to cut John's you there.
2: A- Why? That's good. Right. I'm going to say Bachelor
1: Weekend might be up for you. <laughs> that's. I think that's good. That was good. a good speech. It felt, it was heartfelt. There was it? A- no, but it sounded like it might have been. Hmm. <laughs> Do I get the job? I,
2: I still think, you know, you could be up there on the altar. I don't think best man is really in your ballpark. Okay, I'll just stand there. Just stand, stand there and look pretty. I'm still good. one and a half grand for standing up on the altar. Not bad.
0: Get up with Nick and Hato on CQ's hit.
1: And the Hato, I mean, the doctor is in. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor Hato is in. Is what <laughs> uh, so, look, Nick, you, like a lot of people, have a condition that I've diagnosed as misophonia.
2: Well, I don't have a condition, and I don't think you're in a spot to diagnose me. I think I, know I am, and I think you do. You have a what, well, like a certificate in wine tasting? Yep. Let's see a doctorate, mate.
1: Uh, okay. Well, how about this? How about I cure you of this condition, and then you'll believe me that I'm a I'm a real doctor?
2: Let's get
1: through it, I suppose. <laughs> <isn't> it? <laughs> okay. It's just so, super insulting
2: to come to the show and be like, yeah. there's something wrong with you."
1: There's nothing wrong with you. You said that. Did I? You have said that several times <laughs> on the show today. I don't think. Oh, okay. Well, Unrelated whatever. to this thing. It's though. okay. It's not your fault. It's all right. It's a safe space. It's a safe place. Now, like a lot of people across CQ, all across the world, you hate this noise. Just the sound of people eating just drives you mental. Cannot yeah. stand it. It's a lot. A lot it's of people disgusting. love it. You know this video of this lady eating a pickle? Guess how many views it has? 50,000? 33 million. Kiss off. <laughs> 33 million people watching that specific video no. of a lady eating a pickle. So some people love it. Some people hate it. If you hate it, you might have uh, misophonia, which is the sound where you hate people eating. You can't stand it. Okay. What, how do you feel when you hear it, someone eating? Gross. It's what? Disgusting. What does it do to your body? I sort of get chills and it makes me feel a bit ill because it's mm-hmm.
2: like, just close mm-hmm. your mouth, you sicko. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, got... are, you a, are you a pig? Are you a cow? <laughs> just shut your mouth a little bit. It's not that hard.
1: All right. I've got four tips from a guy called... He's only referred to in this article as Jaffy, so I assume he's a doctor as his last name. No, he's
2: about as much a doctor as you are.
1: All right. Step one, two: curing yourself from hating, from uh, from misophonia, from being disgusted at people eating. Yeah. It's it's called this step's called peel back the onion, you know. So D- instead of actually peeling an onion, I don't know. So instead of saying like, oh, they shouldn't eat like that, or they're obnoxious, peel it back down to I don't like it. The onion's a metaphor in this one. Oh, okay, you sure. got to peel it back. Why don't you like it? Awful yeah. choice,
2: because the sound of peeling onion probably would <laughs> irk me as well.
1: Number two is reframe. Don't think, you know, oh, this person's gross because they're slurping ramen. Oh, yuck. Oh, this person's a pig. Oh, yucky, yucky. You're disgusting. Don't man, think that. That's too much, man. That, Re- one, that one was too much. Reframe it as this person's eating it. How are they are going to eat it? That's just how it goes. They don't have to eat it like that, though. They can no, 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 change no, no. the way they eat. No, they can no, no, be more no, no. civil. No, 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 Might as well eat out, out of a trough. It. Reframe it, mate. Just reframe it. Okay, yeah, we're, the, we're the beef capital out here, but that doesn't <laughs> mean everyone has to act like <laughs> livestock. Number three. Okay, this is a good one, too. I want you to try it. Yeah. You have to mimic the sound that you're hearing because then that'll make the eating uh, sound sound less right. See, I see the sound effect you've got. It's like man eating a lollipop. Oh, yeah. He whispers nice or something. Well done. He, he whispers, well done. <laughs> 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 that's a, that's a Yeah, this guy's So maybe mimic the sound, Nick. No. It'll make you feel better. I don't think it will. It's step three. I don't need to do that. Mimic the sound. Let me tell you this. Mimic the sound.
2: Over the weekend, on Saturday morning, <laughs> yeah. I went out for breakfast Breakfast with my girlfriend Haley for the first time in ages. We went to Green Eat. Yep. Our Nacha. And because obviously there are restrictions, there was, it was just Haley and I in the cafe. Yep. There was no one else around. Mm-hmm. There was no other chewing I had to put up with. Yep. I've corrected Haley's behavior. She's the only she's the only one she does, and she doesn't do it anymore. There's no there was no one else in the cafe. Yeah. And I think that was good. Yeah. Now, I, don't think it, I don't think it's a good thing that local businesses are suffering. Yeah. But I'm saying if you're looking for a silver lining of coronavirus, <laughs> it's that I don't have to put up with people sitting next to me and chewing.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Look, step number four is uh, really quickly talk to people you trust about it. Just talk about it, Nick.
2: I would trust Just you. <laughs> I did, once upon a time. Yeah. I don't know
1: if I do anymore. Okay. Well, that's the four steps. You've completed my program. How do you feel about this sound? Well, you can see that I don't have my headphones on. Well, put your headphones on. How do you feel about it? I don't.
2: I'm not going to do that. I am not going to put myself through that. Have I
1: cured you? I I feel like I've cured you. I think I hate it more.
0: Instagram. Instagram's telling me everything. Nick and Hato are on Instagram. Follow at HitCQ.
2: There's something that I see at the supermarket pretty much every time I go there, Hato. Yeah. And whenever I see it, it infuriates me. It drives me mad. And I reckon... I reckon you'll agree with me. Now, it's not a
1: social distancing thing, is it?
2: No, this is before coronavirus. Every time I go through, mm. and if I'm not doing a full shop, if I'm only getting like maybe you know three or four different things, I'll go through the self-serve checkout to be as quick as possible. Yeah, sure. And whenever I go through it, this happened at the Yipoon Woolies to me yesterday. I was trying to go through to buy some stuff that I needed for dinner. We're doing a Mongolian beef, and I needed some rice. And I got there, and I was lining up, and it took me 10, I reckon, waiting in 10 minutes to use a self-serve because mm. everyone in the self-serve was checking out a full trolley worth of groceries. Yeah. And I reckon the full trolley, you should not be taking that through yeah. the self serve checkout. That's for regular checkout. That's the regular thing. Self serve is for trying to make a quick getaway. No. Self serve is for the exp- No. Wrong. No way. This is. This, no. Go to. Look, Facebook. I'll put something on Facebook. Hit Central Queensland. Let us know your thoughts there. Yeah. But you should not be allowed to take a full trolley to the self serve checkout. No, yes you can. You can. Why is that? You can do whatever you want. It's a self serve checkout. There's no rules to it. It slows everyone down. (laughs) Who cares? I care. I'm trying (laughs) to make it go. If it's peak hour, you're bogging down the flow of the supermarket. Mate, there's no flow of the
1: supermarket.
0: Mate,
2: you do this, don't you? You sick. I do do
1: it. I do it all the time. Why? You are one of these people that is bogging down society. It's not. I'm not bogging anyone down. I'm using the resources that have been provided to me, and I'm using them how I like. Yeah, you probably sit there. You go. Take your time, you're
2: listening to your little podcast, and you can have on uh, your favorite podcast you of course. <laughs> I'm not listening to my own podcast. You probably do. You're so self-indulgent. That's how I am I- listening
1: to my podcast though. I go on my big head. I like this is why, this is why I like it, right? Because I go into the shops. But I got my big headphones on, sure. and I'm listening to whatever music, some podcasts or something.
2: So antisocial. Uh,
1: wh- what? I'm not Live ch- in the moment. I'm not going <laughs> to chat to people in the shops. No one does that. Yeah. And then I'll, I don't want to talk to the person at the shopping, the, the the register. That is antisocial. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that one. <laughs> and then I just like to, to check it out on my, myself. You know. No, this is not okay. You are
2: stopping people from shopping quickly. They're trying to get Mate, in and out. If you you, you that's are very not my
1: problem. Get to the shops early if you want to get out. So throughout quick. this
2: pandemic, yeah. you have been very pro social distancing. You are yeah, of course. You should be in and out as quick as possible if you do mm. need to. Ago. You should not be getting bogged down. You're touching yeah. everything. You're getting your fingers all over it. Be quicker. And that's what <laughs> happens if you go through the express. Hit central Queensland. I'll put a poll up there. You, you start, are wrong, you're my friend. At me.
1: You keep pointing at me. You are I wrong. Stop pointing at me. You
2: are doing a, you, what I'm you're doing wrong. is infuriating. I bet, no, I bet people don't care that much. People do. <laughs> they don't. If you sit there every time, if you like me at the self serve checkout, and you're waiting because. Karen or John have a full grocery load and they're doing three weeks' worth of shopping and they're taking it through the self-serve, that is Look, wrong.
1: Let us know, can you take us trolley through the self-serve checkout at the supermarket? Hit CQ, uh, well, hit Central Queensland is our Facebook page. Have your say.
0: That was the Nick and Hato Catch-Up. Listen live weekdays from 6am on Hits.